0: Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we are dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our Honor Roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now.
1: Welcome to episode three of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, January 6th, 2021. Happy New Year, everybody!
0: (laughs) Today we will be discussing the Ride 7 Dwarfs Mine Train, but first, here are our morning announcements.
1: Harambe Market in Animal Kingdom is closing now. It had opened back up, but after the holiday rush, it's now only going to be open 11am to 3pm on weekends now.
0: I'm assuming that they don't expect there to be large crowds there anymore, so they're just not needing that space and that um, available food. Our next morning announcement is they have announced a release date for the movie Cruella. It will be out in theaters on May 28th, 2021. So exciting, right around Memorial Day weekend.
1: This is the one that Emma Stone stars in. And I think it's really cool that Glenn Close is an executive producer of this movie because she is the one who starred in the last live action of 101 Dalmatians.
0: Yes, that's such a neat little touch that they have there. And I'm sure that she is looking closely at this to make sure that everything will line up in the eyes of the viewers. The interesting thing about this movie is that it will be released directly to theaters. It will not be in Disney Plus or simultaneously played in Disney Plus and in theaters like the live action Mulan did late last year. I love that Disney is planning on releasing it this way because
1: it shows that there is an end in sight. Yes. You know, at least in in their hopeful eyes.
0: Yes, hopefully by then things will be going back to a little bit normal. We'll see. Hopefully. Let's hope. (laughs) Yes, for sure.
1: To go along with our morning announcements, we thought that it would be fun to have some throwback announcements for all of you to listen to. So here's our first one. So this week in 2008, January 7th to be exact, MGM Studios officially became Hollywood Studios. Now, I was not there when... This name change actually happened, but I was there in 2007 when they announced the change. And the uproar
0: that happened was was one for the books. (laughs) I'm sure people started storming the gift shops to buy everything that had MGM Studios written all over it. Absolutely. Myself included. Another throwback announcement is on January 9th, 1937, Daisy Duck was born in a short with Donald Duck called Don Donald. But a fun fact is Daisy Duck's original name in this short was Donna Duck. I did not know that until I saw this little fact. Did you know that, Sharon? I definitely did not know that. That was a little mind-blowing to me. Yes. Don and Donna. I'm sure that that's why they changed her name, because Donald and Donna is a little too close. Absolutely. I like Daisy Duck. Yes, me too. Daisy is such a cute name. That's
1: just like uh, Mortimer Mouse. Yes. Was the original name for Mickey. Yep. So everybody goes through their little tweaks there. All right. So moving on to our progress reports. The movie Soul has had some controversy as far as the teaching community is concerned.
0: Yes, my brother-in-law actually brought this to our attention. Um, thanks, Matt. He texted me and asked me what my thoughts were on how teachers were portrayed in the video because he had seen some things online about negative reactions about how they portrayed the main character as a teacher. And my initial thought was watching the scene, if you haven't seen it yet, it's not really a spoiler, so you can listen still. But There's a scene where he is um, directing a middle school band and he starts and the kids are just doing their own things. And I thought that is totally my life. When I see students like that, it cracked me up because that is so true. I think any teacher would relate to that scene. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Whether you're involved in theater or whether you just
1: walk past the band room, or if you are one of those saints of a teacher, then yes, (laughs) you know what we're talking about here. Even the parents that may have uh, gone and witnessed a concert or two in their time. (laughs) Thanks, mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) So there was also a Reddit post that we came across by Music Ed Tech. And they said, this movie disappointedly missed the mark as being a positive model for education. There is plenty of setup for it. Instead, it provides more fodder to the trope of music educators as failed
0: performers or talented performers who fail at teaching for the steady paycheck. That... So... <laughs> I am almost offended by reading that because I do not see our music educators as failed performers. They are extremely talented people and they have, like you said, the patience of saints. And it's, it's a shame that this person feels that way.
1: I feel that the movie wants you to read between the lines. It doesn't spell out every single thing that the characters are thinking or feeling like many of the movies do nowadays. Um, If you haven't seen the movie, the movie is all about finding your spark in life. And this particular movie, I feel, shows that your spark doesn't need to be your job or your life's work. You can include your spark into your work and therefore spark others as you go along in life.
0: Yes, I agree. And especially in this scenario of the music teachers, they're all very talented musicians on their own. And students should see how talented their teachers are by going out to gigs, going and seeing different performances. I know my high school band director was an excellently talented musician, and he actually was part of the wedding band that we hired for our wedding. So I loved being able to see him play outside of our school realm.
1: And And guys, the the wedding band that Chrissy had was the best wedding band of all time. So very good performers there and the most wonderful wedding. (laughs)
0: Thank you, Mr. Romer and Drop Dead Sexy. Thank you, Mr. Romer. Thank you, Drop Dead Sexy.
1: (laughs) So if you have not seen the movie Soul yet, As with anything else, don't go into it based off of other people's opinions that you may read on the internet or hear people chattering about. Go into it with an open mind because, as teachers, Chrissy and I both loved this movie and we thought it had a very optimistic
0: view about what we do with our lives. Thank you, Sharon. That was lovely. Wonderfully said. Changing tunes, our next progress report is that park hopping has resumed in Walt Disney World. Yay! Yay! I know, so exciting. It resumed on January 1st, and it is a little different than traditional park hoppers. After two o'clock, you can enter a different park that you are originally in. Now, the trick is you must enter the first park for which you have a park reservation. So let's say you make a park reservation for Magic Kingdom, and then you decide that you don't really want to go there anymore. You cannot... After two o'clock, go and park hop into Epcot for dinner. You still need to go to Magic Kingdom, scan into the park, and then you'll be able to park hop.
1: Right. You can only enter another park if they aren't already at capacity. My Disney Experience app should have a notice if parks are at capacity, and there will be cast members at the park to buses notifying guests if a park is full. So you don't want to make reservations for dinner at a park that you don't have your initial reservation for because there's no guarantee that you will actually be able to
0: pop to that park that day. Good point, I didn't think about the dining reservations but that is an excellent point, especially since there is a cancellation fee if you do cancel within 24 hours. Also, we have read that you can indeed hop to all four parks in one day. So as long as it's after two o'clock, you can travel from park to park to park to park and then back to the original park. It doesn't matter how many times you park hop, you can go to all four parks in one day if they are not at capacity. And when we say capacity, just remember that
1: the parks are operating at a limited capacity still. So if they reach that limited number, you won't be allowed to park hop to that park. But this is a step in the right direction to getting Disney back to the way we know it and love it. Yes, definitely.
0: Right now we are ready for our report card. Woohoo!
1: So as we mentioned earlier, the ride of the day is Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. Now, every single time that Chrissy and I have written out the name of this ride, it bugs us.
0: <laughs> yes. As teachers, and if you're a teacher, you might have the same feeling, dwarves traditionally, I would think, would be spelled D-W-A-R-V-E-S. Mm-hmm. Because that would be the plural of a word that ends with the letter F. Yes,
1: but this is not. It is D-W-A-R-F-S. So uh, that was a little pet peeve of mine this past week as we started making notes about this this ride. And then Chrissy and I started talking tonight, and she said, it's such a pet
0: peeve of mine. I'm like, me too. <laughs> but don't worry. Spelling is not on our rubric. For it this. is not. So no so. points
1: taken off for you, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the ride
0: initially opened to the public on May 28, 2014. And a fun fact, I was actually there that weekend and I wrote it on June 1st with my mom. That is so cool. It is. And I had to go back and double check the dates of that trip because it was not a long wait. Like it is now if a ride opens in Disney World, it's a four or five hour wait to get on. I called my mom and I was like, wait, we were really there that weekend. And she's like, yeah, I remember having to wait an hour. And I said, well, that's like nothing compared to rides that open now. A whole hour. I guess it also might have depended on when Memorial Day fell in 2014
1: and people's travel plans that weekend. Because that's a whole four days later. (laughs) Yeah. But that is crazy considering things nowadays. Yeah.
0: The Seven Dwarves Mine Train opened as a part of Fantasyland's large expansion. It replaced 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea and Pooh's Playful Spot, which had closed a few years before. Mm -hmm. I actually remember riding 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. It must have been 1993 when I was five years old, but that is one of the distinct memories I have is being on that little submarine. Yes, I remember that as well. And Pooh's Playful Spot. remember both of those. But, uh, you know, I was a little opposed to
1: the expansion when they first announced it. Like, how can they make this any better? And then in
0: typical Disney fashion, they do. They do. They (laughs) do. I can't wait until we talk about Pete's Silly Sideshow and Storybook Circus.
1: Yes, it's going to be so much fun. Yes. The Shanghai version of Seven Dwarfs (laughs) Mine Train (laughs) opened on June 16th, 2016. So after the one in Florida.
0: The queue for this ride is mostly outdoors. It is shaded, there are structures overhead and there are fans also. And then you travel indoors for a small portion of the queue and to load the cars.
1: I gotta say it, thank God for those fans. Thank God for the shade that they provide. Just standing in the heat is rough. So anything that they can do to alleviate that helps. I think you all know that. It's only episode three, but you know that about me by now. (laughs) Uh, There are also a lot of interactive elements on this queue. Uh, You can spin a barrel of gems to reveal a dwarf. If all seven barrels spin at the same time, magic happens.
0: That's one of my favorite things in this entire queue. It's so fun. It's
1: really fun because there's a sense of community in the queue where you have to work together in order to make all seven barrels spin at the same time.
0: Yes. Chances are you're not there with seven other people or six other people. So you do need to rely on the people around you to help you get all those barrels spun. Unless you're my family, but yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If I'm there with just my husband and my kids, then no. But uh, we often travel with, with my brother and his family and my mom and dad. So it's... It's a fun, fun,
0: fun time. Unfortunately for this ride, the wait time and the ride length, they are not the greatest. There is often a very long wait because this is the newest ride still in Magic Kingdom. And the ride is only two and a half minutes long.
1: Yes. It is a very short ride considering the long
0: wait. Yes. But I would imagine when Tron opens, hopefully that will... Eat some more people in this ride and others will hopefully decrease in wait time absolutely because it's the same
1: category of ride it,
0: it, tron's going
1: to have a nice theme and it's a thrill ride so it'll be exciting for the same type of crowd yes so when you are on the ride you are in a tilting vehicle now i had forgotten about this i had to jog my memory with this but this is my favorite aspect of this ride As the coaster twists and turns along the rails, the car swings from left to right like an actual mine car would tilt. I think that that's
0: so cute. Definitely. And I think that without that little feature, the ride would be boring. Yes. I just think that 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 little touch, and of course, you know, the Imagineers, they do a great job at what they do. Just that little touch really does make the ride so much better.
1: Absolutely. And it's not just what you're feeling as you go, it's what you're seeing with the car's in front of you as you go as well, because you see them kind of twisting and turning off the rail and you're like, oh my goodness, what's happening?
0: Yeah. (laughs) So throughout this ride, there are small drops. There's no real big, huge drops like you might expect in a roller coaster. It's more of the twists and turns, but that I think also plays into why those mine cars are so awesome because the twists and turns are what make those cars swing back and forth. In the middle of the ride, you slow down so that you can travel through the mine where the seven dwarfs are. That is the cutest part of this it ride.
1: Is. I love this part, especially Dopey.
0: Yes, he is so stinking cute. So there are audio animatronics of the dwarfs. And in my opinion, their faces are way better than the Frozen Ever After ride. If you remember, I was kind of freaked out by Elsa and Anna's faces in episode one.
1: I wonder if it's because Elsa and Anna
0: have more human-looking faces
1: than the dwarfs do. Well,
0: I was wondering that as well.
1: So maybe, maybe it's easier to put it on this audio-animatronic then. Good thinking. Just a thought. Just a thought. We'll
0: have to ask our Imagineers when we find one. Yes. <laughs> we'll have <to> <laughs> if you know of an Imagineer that'd like to come on our podcast. If you are an Imagineer.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So as you exit the mine, you're still on the ride here, you hear the little chisels doing their work and then you hear hi ho and they're them starting their little song and they go hi ho hi ho and as you're going up the hill and you can see the shadows of the dwarfs climbing up the hill to your left so it's like you're home from work you go right along with them
0: yes it's so cute they're exiting the mine and you're going with them and I think from a science background it's like wow Wait, their shadows are there, but we can't see my shadow? Where's my shadow? I don't know. If I would think as a kid, I would be like, wait, where's my shadow? I'd be waving my yes. arms trying to get my shadow to block their shadows.
1: I was actually jogging my memory of this ride, and I was watching a a YouTube video of somebody else that was on it. And um, my boys were there with me watching it. And they're like, Mommy, somebody's walking there. Where are
0: they? <laughs> Oh, so, little mine. Oh, yes, absolutely. After you get to the top of this hill, then as you make your final drop and turns, you get an amazing and unique view of Cinderella's Castle and part of Fantasyland.
1: It's truly beautiful view. And at the end of the ride, before you pull in to unload, you pass the dwarf's house. I love this part. Yes. Inside the dwarf's house, you see Snow White dancing with the dwarf's. And the evil witch is outside of the door with an apple.
0: I wish I could just scream into them. Don't take the apple. She's evil. I know. I know. Sometimes you do hear people saying that. Little kids. Or me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now let's talk about what we might want to change about this ride. So, obviously, when we talked about the ride length, we mentioned how it was only two and a half minutes long. And that is definitely something that, if we could change, we would love to see more of this. They have such cute ideas with this ride. Why not expand it a little bit more? Absolutely. The ride
1: vehicles are also a tight fit for taller people. I know my husband is six foot
0: two, and his knees definitely touch when we board this ride. Yeah, so that would be something that we would hope to change as well. Now, on to The nostalgic parts of this ride. Snow White's Cottage at the end of the ride has the actual original animatronics from the original Snow White attraction, Snow White's Scary Adventures. Now, they took this out to put in a different ride.
1: And I absolutely love, love, loved that they saved these animatronics and then reincorporated them into the new expanded fantasy land through this ride. So cool
0: to me. Definitely
1: Now... (laughs) After our first episode, Chrissy's and my friend Colleen texted me because I had mentioned that I like being stuck on rides and getting a different view of things. <laughs> and Colleen texted me and said that she had to laugh when I talked about the rides breaking down and going through emergency exits. She said, and I quote, in 1995, our first Disney trip ever, the very first ride we went on broke down, the Snow White ride, right in front of the Wicked Witch and her vultures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had to sit there and stare at those creepy vultures for over 20 minutes before we were escorted off. (laughs) Now, she was the older sister in this circumstance, and her younger sister was terrified, and to this day does not like watching Snow White because of that. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at your pain, Courtney.
0: Oh, man. I don't know how she would feel about this ride then if she knows that these are the same animatronics. Right. The vultures are not in this
1: ride, Courtney. It's okay. They are not. They are not. But uh, the the Wicked Witch is. So maybe some 20-something years later, you can get up some courage and and try this if you go back there someday.
0: (laughs) Now, do we know if that Wicked
1: Witch is the real one? Because she's outside. I don't know if the Wicked Witch
0: is the same. But I do know the ones inside the yes. cottage inside the cottage arm, But I would think that it probably would be a new witch because I don't think that the old one would be able to withstand the elements.
1: Right. The, the old ride was completely indoors. Yeah. So you're right. So moving on to our rubric. It's grading time, everybody. Yeah. Get out your red pens. Woohoo. No red pens anymore.
0: I use a variety. Well, I guess now that we're all virtual. Yeah. Use whatever colored <laughs> digital ink you want absolutely (laughs) my go-to was always pink because it made me happy yeah
1: all righty so for q theming we are giving this ride a three a lot to look at and a lot to do as you go through the ride
0: yes for sure the q comfort we are giving this ride a two only because most of it is outdoors the fans definitely help but it is outside still Now, we already mentioned the wait time versus ride length. Not so good.
1: This gets a zero. Womp womp.
0: The cast members for this attraction also did not score the best because they don't really have a lot of interaction with the guests. They do have themed costumes, but they don't really interact with the guests as much as we would hope. So they are scoring a one. Now, I just want to say, we aren't saying
1: anything about the cast members individually when we grade the cast members on this rubric. It's how the ride is set up to allow for the cast members to interact with the guests.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you very much for
1: explaining that. Yes, I wanted to put out that disclosure in there because we love the cast members. Cast members are the magic in Disney World. So thank you for all that you do, cast members. But sorry, you get a one
0: on this ride. (laughs) But again, not you specifically.
1: Yes. As far as the comfort is concerned, we're knocking a point off and giving it only a two because of the tight space for larger people.
0: For ride maintenance and technology, of course, we're giving this a three because it is so new and they really don't have many issues with this.
1: The theming is incredible. theming gets a three. Well done. It's carried all throughout it.
0: Even the details on the rocks are incredible. And for ride extras, we're also giving this a three because there are such unique little pieces throughout the entire ride, like those shadows and the swaying of the cars and things like that.
1: So, this brings Seven Dwarfs Mind Train in for a grand total of 17, which lands it at a B. It's our first B grade of this podcast.
0: And I think that's fair because even though it is one of the most popular attractions at the Magic Kingdom, it really isn't on the same level as the other two that we've graded so far. It's not. It's not. Doesn't mean that we don't love it, it just means that
1: that's what it scores. So that now brings us to our leaderboard. We have an A with Frozen Ever After. Toy Story Mania came in with
0: an A and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train came in with a B. We will leave you today with our quote of the day. And of course, this is from Snow White. When hearts are high, the time will fly. So whistle while you work. So as you are working, hopefully you're doing something that you enjoy and the time will pass quickly. Just remember, like we said earlier, your work doesn't need to
1: be your spark, but you should include your spark in your everyday life.
0: Look at you bringing soul into Snow White.
1: What can I say? Disney through and through here. So now it's time to say goodbye to our podcast family. (laughs) Please go follow us on Instagram, DM or email us if you have a suggestion. Our Instagram is at Disney Honor Roll, and our email is disneyhonoroll at gmail.com.
0: We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Class dismissed. See See you real soon. soon.